Welcome to our community, friends. I am thrilled that you have found your way here. If you're feeling frustrated, unfulfilled, as if you're just going through the motions of life, you have made your way to the right place. My name is Megan Miller, culture warrior who is intrinsically curious with a passion for purposeful community and someone who at one point was sleepwalking my way through life. Together, we will share small, practical steps that'll help you maximize how you show up in the world to create a life that you're passionate about. Welcome to putting attention to intention. Today, we're going to discuss the power of taking your hand off the wheel. Have you ever read something and it just hits you right to your core? Well, that had happened to me this week. I had just finished reading Gabby Bernstein's book. And for those of you that aren't familiar with Gabby Bernstein, um, she's more of a spiritual um, mentor, if you will. And she became famous for her book, The Universe Has Your Back. Uh, She has some meditations, some books. Uh, However, this book, Super Attractor, was the one I read. And it was referred to me by a friend. And it's all about the power of manifestation and trusting in the universe. And the universe can, can be, you know, whatever that means to you based on your spiritual beliefs. And really, you know, the power of putting your ego, aka the need to feel in control, aside. Uh, she also has a podcast called Dear Gabby. To complete, check check that out. It's great. Um, but but this book, Super Attractor, it really spoke to me. And at the end of the book, she references the power of letting go of the wheel and letting the universe take control. And my mind just became flooded with all of these times in my life that I would hang on so tight for control. And they were the most anxiety-ridden, stressful times in my life that I wanted to control the end result or I was looking for something so desperately. And it made me think, At those moments when I felt like hanging on so tight, that's typically the time to let go. So as the universe would have it, no pun intended, I read this content from Gabby before I go to bed and my mind's racing a mile a minute about all these, these times in my life when I was just hanging on so tight, so desperate for something to turn out in my life the way I had wanted it to. And then in the morning, that so that next morning, I listened to Super Soul Sunday with Oprah, and it was the episode called The Reward. And in it, she talks about this culture of not having enough. So the first thing you think of in the morning is, I didn't get enough sleep. Then you go into your closet and you think, I have nothing to wear. And every conversation you have is, I don't have this. I don't have that. 
I mean, reflect to how many conversations you have in a day that the context is, well, I want this. I want this thing for the house or, uh, you know, I want my partner to do this or I want my boss to do this or I don't have this. And when you have all of these conversations about the I don't have, it affects your relationship with yourself. And then you begin to think, I'm not enough. There's not enough. And you begin to come from a place of scarcity. And that puts you in a fear, panic mode. And then that grip gets tighter. And we hold on tight because we don't trust. And then we choose to blame everyone else. My job doesn't pay me enough. There aren't enough good men out there. And then when we begin to live here long enough, it becomes a habit wheel that we're not even aware of. And, and I was a victim of that as well. So I think of how this showed up in my life. And the first thing that, that came to my mind was my romantic relationships. I was coming from a place where I didn't feel good about myself, first and foremost. And I really didn't realize that at the time. However, I was, was just, I was craving attention so bad. I was so desperate for it. And I was coming in well, with a steel heart, so I wasn't open to love. And I wanted to find it so desperately. I wasn't feeling good about myself. You can see the trifecta here. I was on every dating app. Every chance that I would be out in public, I would think, this is the day I'm going to meet somebody. And then when it didn't happen or it wouldn't work out, the story I began to tell myself was, it's not going to happen for me. Uh, this, this story of the white picket fence and the um, relationship that is going to make me feel whole and the, the man that's going to come and save me that's just not, that's not going to happen to, for me. That's not in my cards. And all that had changed for me when I chose to loosen the grip. I turned down the volume on the treadmill and I got really still. I had leaned into advice from Tony Robbins. I had heard him talk about, he was on this train internationally and it was beautiful scenery and he took the time to just get still and he wrote out on a, on a cocktail napkin, I believe it was, what he wanted in life. And within that year, he had all of those things. And one of them was the relationship he was looking for. So I took his advice. I thought, hey, if it worked for him, it's going to work for me. And I sat at the kitchen table and I wrote down, who I wanted to be in a relationship, and who I needed to have as a partner. And reflecting back, and it didn't dawn on me at the time, but that was the first time in my life, and I was 35 at the time, that I had taken the time to sit down and write these things down and set intention to this part of my life. You know, we be, become such a habit of what we see and what we're around 
that we don't really take the time to sit down and think intentionally about who do I want to let into my life and who do I need to be to attract that. So I finally was in a place where I wasn't desperately searching for love. I had really done a lot of practice on myself and I had started to feel good about myself. I mean, that had really come from these morning practices. I was setting intention to my life. I felt like I was showing up in it more. And wouldn't you know, roughly one year after I started this journaling about who I wanted to attract in my life, Michael, my now fiance, shows up and he checks all of those boxes. It was our third date and he had come to my apartment for the weekend. I had the journal out in the bathroom and I remember this so vividly. He comes out in the bathroom smiling and he says to me, this person you've been looking for, and he points to the journal, this person, that's me. And it was. And I still have that journal in our bathroom where I will read from it every night. And there are so many nights I read back to what I had wanted and what I was looking for in a partner. And I think how it describes him to a T. Another place that this had shown up for me was my career in sales. Anytime that I came into any any situation, any sort of client engagement, you know, even any sort of strategy discussions, really anything that I was coming into out of a place of desperation because I thought I either needed this deal to prove my worth and my skill set or from a financial component, like we need, we need this money, I need to close this deal, it never went through. It never. And I'm a firm believer that the person on the other end, they can sense that desperation and it's not attractive. However, when I changed my mindset and I thought to myself, listen, I'm just having a conversation here. I'm getting to know you. I'm here to help you. And if that's with our product, great. And if not, let me make a connection for you. That always seemed to be the time that I saw the most results with my efforts. And most recently, I saw this with with my COVID weight loss. You know, I was like so many of us and I packed on the COVID pounds. It was pretty indulgent here in our household. I mean, got pizza, booze, snacks. We were living large and quite frankly, I my pants weren't fitting. And that is just such an uncomfortable feeling. So I wanted to drop this weight just because I wasn't comfortable. I just wasn't comfortable in my clothes and just wanted to felt like me again. And I was so desperate to shed this weight and I, it wasn't coming off. And I remember saying to Michael so many times, I don't understand why I can't, why I can't lose these pounds. I'm, I'm doing everything that the textbook says I should do. And the moment that I thought to myself, you know what? 
I am not going to stress over this. I'm okay with where I am. And as long as I feel healthy, that's what matters. And wouldn't you know, wouldn't you know that just last week I lost those remaining pounds? So, you know, you can take this a step further and think about the way you engage with relationships. I remember a point in my life when I wanted to be liked so bad because of my own insecurities that anyone that I met, I wanted them to like me. I would, we would go into a party. I want to know people and I would just be so desperate for them to like me. And I look back and I think, oh my gosh, how much anxiety and stress that that gave me the moment that I started to get more confident in myself, which happened organically through the morning practices I discussed in our previous episode. So if you didn't get a chance to dial into that, please do. But the moment that I got more confident in myself and I wasn't spending all this time and energy focusing on what I thought the other person was thinking or trying to control what they were thinking, a funny thing happened. My relationships with my true tribe got louder, stronger. I felt more connected and they made their way to me. So when you let every interaction you have in life be what it is versus what you expect it to be, you're a hell of a lot happier. And it's amazing what will show up. The theme here, guys, is that the moment I let go and believe that it would all work out, it always did. And guess what? It always will. That thing that you're hanging on so desperately for, the relationship, the money, the house, the approval of others, whatever that thing is, let the grip lighten. Slow down the speed on the treadmill. Remind yourself that it will work out. And it's amazing what will show up. Thanks for taking the time to be here. And most importantly, for taking the first step in investing in yourself. If you liked what you heard, please do share with your tribe. I'm a huge believer in the power of sharing content, especially when that message is around putting power back into your own life. I would love to hear from you. If this message meant something to you or you'd like to share something within our community, please reach out to me on Instagram, megan.b.miller. Also, if you feel inclined, please comment and rate the podcast. It does make a difference in sharing our community. Till next time, carry on with intention.